Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. I am the one who knocks. You'll all have chins. I should buy a boat. In mid-2011, there was a conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Masterfully united, D. Sterling Watson and Michael James Dupal revealed to all of terra firma, the lost dial, when in our modern society, it feels like the blind are leading the blind. The lost dial crew are the ties that bind. Arts, philosophy, politics, Hollywood, music, television, technology, common knowledge, common sense, and sensibility, and all other essentials. The lost dial tackles the whole spectrum as the earthquakes and the seas rise. It will be in the dial that we trust. storia che tanto mi fa disperare son già sette mesi che vedo cadere dal capo i capelli pian piano ormai son pelato deluso avvilito non so quali cure adottare ma senti cosa dice quel povero infelice non ti lamentare ma prova a cantare con noi questa canzone $20 to uh, whoever can tell me where that's from. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like some old black and white movie. Oh, really? You don't know? I don't know. Uh, you had this little look on your face. Like you, like, like it was familiar knew, to me? Like you knew exactly where that was no, from. No, no. I, I, I feel it's like a a classic classic. Oh, it's a it's a classic. All right. It's, it? it's a classic. Um, it's actually pretty awesome. I don't care what anybody says. It's weird. It's like uh, the first time I ever heard it. I just pictured like, um, uh, not Oompa Loompas, but, um, <laughs> I guess the, uh, the little, the little people of Oz. Oh, the Munchkins. Yeah. The Munchkins. I pictured like 
uh, you know, like a quartet of munchkins um, singing in Spanish. No, I was, uh, I was picturing um, like a mariachi band. But with the big sombreros and no guitars. Are you serious? Yes, because I mean they were speaking <clears throat> Spanish, right? So you know. Yeah, but you can't really you can't attribute that to uh, uh, big, huge, stupid sombreros and <laughs> maracas and. So then uh, what is it? What what is uh? Uh, what what is it from? Where's it from? Who are they? It is um. They are called a uh, quarteto setra, mm. and the track is crapa, <laughs> crapa, um, pelada, crapa pelada, crapa pelada, crapa. You know, you could hear so that you, somewhere. Where did you think I heard it from? It is. Um, <laughs> it's Gail Benneker's favorite. Uh, oh, weird, uh, wow. weird, strange uh, music to listen to. Dancing around his apartment. I'll say that was like years ago. How would I remember that? Mm, years, years and years. It ago. feels that way. Um, I'm just getting a little pumped up for uh, for this summer and the uh, release of the final eight episodes of. Uh, it's probably gonna blow by like Breaking just Bad. spree, just <clears throat> breeze right on by before you know it'll be over. The time. Yeah, that tends know, to happen. I don't think it's. I don't think it's coming quick enough. Actually. No, I mean when it starts. That's what it's going to be like. Like it's like eight weeks went by that quickly. Oh yeah. God. Yes. Or actually, it's going to happen like by the seventh week, and like, oh my god, there's only one episode left. It is going to be. It's eight more, right? Yeah, sixteen total. I, I think eight that's what you originally, said. and yeah, if I remember correctly. And I don't even know. I think it's July. It's not even in June. Got to wait till July. Mm. I think. Can you stand it? July 14th? I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting pretty pumped, though. <clears throat> this is, um, yeah, welcome, welcome all, one and all, to uh, the 107th episode of The Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com. My name is Michael James DePaul. Sitting across from me is T. Sterling Watson. <laughs> Uh, good morning, ladies. This is T. Money Duppy. T. <laughs> T. T. Money. Money something or other. T. Money Dubby. T. Money Dubby. Is that like your new thing? Like something outrageous? Like oh, uh, I meant to wh- say it last week or last show because I heard somebody else um, say it. Not with T. Money Dubby, but because they had some other name, but. Are you dubs. wearing aviator no, they're, glasses? No, they're welding goggles. <laughs> I just noticed that <laughs> up on your forehead or up on your uh, <laughs> your hair, not your right. forehead. <laughs> He's got aviator goggles, old, old school aviator goggles. They're welding <laughs> goggles for welding. For welding. Yeah. Are you going to be doing any welding later on? No, not at all. Let me put here. Put them put, on? Yeah. Crap a palada, crap a palada. It's so dark in here now. Wow. I'm going to try to do the whole show like this. Crap a palada. I'm going to make sure I can read. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to take a I'm going to take a quick snapshot. Quick of snapshot that. of that. All right, make sure that I can't even see my ears anyway. Hmm. Yeah, apparently somebody else is uh taking a picture of me. I'm always trying to figure out uh trying to get 
camera to take a picture of me and it's too far away. Yeah. Those are money in the bank right there. Hey, you're really, you're really starting did, to... How did that happen? I took a picture of you and <laughs> it's a girl doing a keg stand. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. I don't, was the, I don't know the, what that is. That was the one right before. Accidentally, yeah. So you took a picture of some girl doing a keg stand the other day? I found that somewhere. Oh. And I but used it. I used it. Party. I used it as my wallpaper for like five minutes, and then changed it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't changed my wallpaper from my phone in a long time now. What is it? Um, just some girl dancing, I guess, <laughs> to like color in the background. I'm trying to see if I could. I'll I'll get a clear picture to show you later. <clears throat> so, uh, what's the story behind those? Um, I've always wanted them, just because. And then one day I just decided, you know, I'm just gonna forget them. Those are modern, because uh, I'm not, I'm not up really into. Some people they take these and modify them to make them steampunk esque, <laughs> and then they like you know change it to you know. Make but it... but those those are modern day welders yes, glasses. You would use those aren't go... welders glasses of the fifties. Those no, are these of... are like modern because I bought them and came in a package. You know, for welding, um, it even says like the number shade that it's on, and they're very dark. You got those where at the Home Depot? At Amazon. Oh. At the Home Depot, they don't have them. They actually have the whole welding mask. Oh, okay. So for those who want to actually protect their whole face and not just their eyes. <clears throat> but the way these are so dark that, um, A, I don't recommend driving wearing these. I actually tried You've it. You've tried it, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, well, uh, my peripheral vision is now gone. But um, That's right, yeah. That, uh, they they, are they s- extend quite a ways. They are really dark. Um, oh, moving that back up now. Wow. They are very dark. And it, I understand why now because when you're welding, all those like bright sparks and mm. flames and everything, it, it's it can make it really hard to see what you're doing. So, yeah, I like those. <clears throat> Thanks. It's gonna be like, uh, all right, Howard Hughes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I got them earlier this week, so I just decided it's like, well, I also was gonna do I was gonna use them at work because since I'm always lifting up all these. Um, I needed something to protect my eyes. I didn't really want safety goggles because nobody else really wears them. Right. Um, I'm like, huh, let me see if I use these. But I haven't worn them to work yet. So, huh. And plus with them being so dark as they are, it'll just be odd. I'm like, yeah, that's that's that weird kid that wears the, uh, the welding goggles. <laughs> Uh-oh, here comes that kid. <laughs> the welding goggles kid. <laughs> and my sister saw me yesterday, and she didn't say anything. And she was like, I'm sure there's a story behind it. And, yeah. Are you uh, are you planning uh, be- before we started? Um, T. Sterling was uh, giving me a quick rundown of um, <clears throat> movies that him and just you and your sister, right? Well, yeah, that's how pretty much what's been going on. My sister and I. Well, the first one when we went to go see Oz, we actually took uh, my nieces or her daughters. All right. Um, we, we went ta- to go see Oz. We talked about Oz, but uh, I wasn't sure if you were planning on doing a rundown of uh, what you got. Wait. Well, we went what to go you... see, last week we went to go see Iron Man 3. Oh, right. Uh, not premiere night, but the night before the premiere. We went to a... Were you uh, satisfied with the uh, first two? Yeah, actually. The first one, because the first one I was never really that familiar with Iron Man. Yeah, I'm not familiar at all with Iron Man. And... Tony Starks! <laughs> <laughs> so after, you know, that one, I'm like, okay, this, this could be pretty cool. And then the second one, I liked. I felt it was a little long, but... I think only because my friend who I was with, she felt it was really long too. But did she take a nap? She probably wanted to. <laughs> um, I think because also she might have just been tired. But 
I thought it was it was pretty good. You're and, a, you're a big uh, you're a strong supporter of uh, Robert Downey, aren't you? Though over the years, yeah, I've, I've grown to like him as an actor, especially like now that he's you know really doing a lot of uh, acting, right? And cleaning <laughs> cleaning up his act, cleaning up his act. He's doing a lot of prolific roles, like from Sherlock Holmes to uh, you know, Iron Man. Um, actually, that's mostly what he's been doing lately. Tony Stark's. Uh, but yeah, this last this third one is actually really good too. Um, what is he? Just like another like like eccentric billionaire like Bruce Wayne who who He is like Bruce Wayne, but he one of the major major differences is he doesn't have like a really dark disturbing past. Um he also doesn't What's keep... what's his reasoning for building this this costume? So you haven't seen the first one at all. Oh, no, and I'm never going to. So so lay it on me. <laughs> why why is that? Anyway, um I don't know. I um I'm real... You're just not into superhero movies or comic book movies? Um, no, I wouldn't say that. I'm I'm just real picky. I <clears throat> I don't know. I I'm I have um uh I guess I'm obsessed with a very very short list of of um characters mm-hmm. of a superhero. Well, who's on your list? Characters. Well, obviously, uh, you know Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, as being you know one of the more mainstream, uh, uh, you know, uh, I just <sighs> yeah. All right, you know what it is. You know what it is that I, I've and we've discussed the whole Batman thing a zillion times. Nobody else has good villains. Mm. Batman just has. There, there are so many villains attached to 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 the Batman uh, rogues gallery. Yeah, his his enemy list, all the combatants, and, yeah. um, endless. Yeah, I, I think I, I could probably agree that Batman has the better. Well, because my favorite villain is the Joker, so and he's just maniacally insane and they're hilarious. just they're they're ingenious characters a good number of them mm-hmm. um superman never impressed me um lex luther who else who, who what are some other villains in superman that superman battles yeah um other than lex luther that's i think it, you went out on the street and said name some super some superman villains that brainiac I mean, he doesn't have, like... <laughs> I don't even know. Part of the reason why I know is because of the Superman cartoon that was out, like, when I was in, like, middle school. Um, but again, like, you, like I'm agreeing with you that, you know, Batman has the, the more recognizable villains because, you know, you can probably name, like, the top four, which is, like, the Joker, the Penguin, Catwoman, Riddler, um, and obviously more. And, like, nowadays you can mention Bane in that list right. and poison ivy. What about um one that I just kind of learned about this summer was uh one uh, the the chick who dresses like the just that jester. Oh, uh, and, Harley but, Quinn? Yeah, but she's like the Joker's uh like, like flame or right. main squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something she would say. Yeah. What about what about her? No, I'm just, you're just wondering, oh, you're mentioning her cuz she's like another She's um, like, you know, you, you have like, you do like a, a family tree type um, graph. You got Batman and then, and then all the villains. <laughs> and then there's an offshoot from the Joker, you know, and then there's, you know, mm-hmm. there's. Um, and sometimes Harley Quinn would team up with Poison Ivy to go do uh, like 
feminist crimes mm. or something. And know. then and then the group, um, what's the group? Uh, Raza Ghoul's group. Oh uh, right, his little his his cult. Yeah, whatever. like each there's different. It's, I don't know. It's um, but. All of this stems from the comics, and unless you're from that comic book world, you would never know. I'm not, but I happen to just catch the cartoons. X-Men, for example. That's the other like big uh, comic book brand that I really like. Then, They've got a, another gallery, a rogues gallery of uh, villains that, you know, they're they're out there. I mean, like the biggest one I think would probably be, I guess, um, I don't want to get them confused. I get Apocalypse and Darkseid confused all the time. But Darkseid is DC, Apocalypse is... Um, Marvel. Now I've already lost you because you're kind of looking around. Um, let's see. For from from X Men, I'm just talking about X Men oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. Magneto is usually like the first one you would think of. Magneto. Have you seen any of the X Men movies? No. Yeah. I tried. Wow, you tried. I tried. Do you know really? how many of them there are? They're just like the movies. Well, there's like yeah. Is I thought Magneto is Magneto. What's the name of the guy? Uh, he he's um Gandalf. That's Magneto. That's Magneto. Yeah, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, I mean he he's trying to work for the betterment of um mutants, and he wants. In to that bring... one movie, he like he um kind of hooks up with that girl who's the she you know they go and visit her when she's a little girl, and they're sitting in the living room, and all of the so cars you, you, out in the neighborhood watched, go up uh, and technically X Men Part Three, which is X Men: The Last Stand. Oh. Which was directed by yeah. the guy who does uh, Rush Hour, Ooh. and not by Brian Singer, oh. who actually kind of brought some <clears throat> depth to the to the films. A lot of mm. people thought that once um, Brett Radner took over for X Men Three, it kind of went downhill. I'm sure it did, um, but you know when him and P- Captain Picard go, that girl, and then you know you see her. What's her name? Or actress name? No, in uh, her Jean Grey. Jean, yeah. Jean, and then she becomes Jean. she She's becomes crazy. the Phoenix. Right. Or supposedly the Phoenix. And I mean it's again, the cartoons. I grew up watching the cartoons. I never really read the comics. Um, that was my thing. I would Saturday morning cartoons, I'd watch the X Men, I'd watch Batman, Superman. Mm. Um, that was my extent to knowing these characters and their villains. And then there's other people that are they they read comic books, still do read comic books. So that's how they also have they know all these you know, the baddies that they have. The to baddies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like making up my own, uh, <laughs> my own stuff. <laughs> These... Have you yet? Because you said you were supposed to be doing some kind of graphic novel of sorts. Yeah, don't you worry. I am, because I haven't <laughs> seen or heard any progress uh, from any of these things. Give it time. But going back to you the original be, point. You with... must be patient. <sighs> who... Who uh, all right? Who, who's a, who's the villains in um, for Iron Man three? Yeah, or, or just or Iron Man? Iron Man, yeah. Well, the first Iron Man, he was against um, or w- went up with. Um, I already forgot his name because I didn't. I didn't really. I don't. I didn't really know Iron Man like you know. I kind of know him now, and I still kind of don't. I don't remember all of his his villains. Yeah. Um. So the first one it wasn't like a superhero guy, but he ended up building his own version of an Iron Man suit. Except oh. it was just a lot more, um, putting in quotes, advanced. Um, uh, more advanced than... Than Iron Man, yeah. Because that's a pretty crazy suit. It's a guy. crazy suit, and the fact is, the villain isn't you know Tony Stark. He isn't as brilliant as he is when it comes up with all these tricks and things. Okay. Um, so he lost. The second movie, 
uh, Mickey Rourke plays the uh, the villain. It's actually uh, two villains composited in one. I think Red Crimson and uh, Whiplash. Um, mm. And his whole deal is he's got these electric whips mm-hmm. that actually go tear that tears through Iron Man's suit at oh, one point. Wow. So it, it's pretty pretty rough. Whiplash. Whiplash. Um, and then in Iron Man 3, we see the Mandarin and we see this other guy. The Mandarin? The Mandarin. And in the, in the comics and even one of the cartoons, because my dad watches it, um, the Mandarin has like 10 rings and they all have, wield different powers to them. That sounds so, kind of interesting. Yeah. And in the movie, he's more of a, just a terrorist and he's wreaking havoc all over the world and people can't, or the government can't seem to locate him to capture him or stop Wait, these who, things. Wait, who's this? The Mandarin. Oh, oh, you're just talking about the same. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. And played by <clears throat> Sir Ben Kingsley. Excellently, brilliantly played by him. Really? Yep. Um, and also Guy Pierce. He plays also another villain. He He's one of those, another one of those actors. I think he's he's got a face you recognize. I'm, I'm, I, I don't think I would put him on like our underrated actors list just yet. But um, I, again, I'm already forgetting the name of his character. But in the comics, he dies pretty early. But in this movie, he kind of hangs around for a little bit. But, uh, mm, Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. That's not a good picture. That doesn't help me. The only movie that like he really stood out to me. Actually, there's two movies. Uh, one of them is Memento, and the other yep. one is okay, uh, Time Machine. Right. There you go. I think that's All the right. which probably came out like soon after Memento. Why are we talking about this guy again? Because he's in Iron Man three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. And then my sister and I, while we were watching Iron Man 3, we kept going back and forth to, um, saying, like, yeah, we still miss uh, Terrence Howard playing um, Tony Stark's best friend, uh, Rhodey, or, or I think it's James Rhodey, or James Rhodes. Anyway, he ends up playing War Machine, so it's like pretty much like a sidekick for, uh, for Iron Man. Hmm. <clears throat> I think um, you know the whole reason why I'm why I'm asking about the movies is uh, you mentioning the fact that in the uh, these you know near future the whole family wants to um, join forces and go see uh, which is um, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a forehead pounder um, <laughs> face palm yeah you know right and I will explain why. Uh, just the fact that I saw a commercial for it and I am, I'm, I'm blown away that it's happening. Trust me. I'm, I'm the same way. And okay. The movie we're talking about, what's even more mind boggling (laughs) is the fact that your entire family wants to go see, wants to make a day of it and go see this, this, this film. Okay. The movie we're talking about is fast, fast and furious six. Now before we, wow. I know the thing that I'm still shocked about. I can't get over the title. The fact that it's part six. And you're shocked about something about it and you are still going to go see it. You're like giddy as a schoolgirl, And so is the rest of the family. Did I come in here just bouncing (laughs) up and down? We're going to go see. No, I didn't do that. I'm just saying that we're going to go see it. Yes. Um, And I mean, I actually went on a whole rampage or or rant uh, a couple days ago about the title and the movies. And um, again, another shout out to uh, Rad Seed. Uh, I mean, Vin Diesel's like 80 now, right? I mean. The allure to the movie, my father is a big, like, uh, car freak. He loves watching cars or, uh, like, fast cars. So when the first movie came out, he loved it. And, in fact, he has it. He has... Yeah, the first one, I'll... Yeah. Yeah, the first one was great. Good, it was, it was a good, good little, great, wonderful. I mean, you know, right. not Oscar-worthy, but it was fun. It's, it's a fun movie. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the whole franchise is that way, even though I haven't seen the third one. 
um, to this day. Uh, but the whole franchise is about fast cars driving around doing whatever. Plot isn't necessarily important, but you know, it's there's always one. some sort of uh, you know. Something has to be stolen. Money, I guess. yeah, Money. Yeah, yeah. You have to drive to race to get this person's life back. Or right, whatever. yeah. I will admit, I was really skeptical about the fifth one, Fast Five, mm-hmm. but that one turned out to be. And um, Caroline, who used to be here, she actually said it was a great film. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And I went to go see it. I'm like, wow, that was you know kind of good because it was a heist film. They end up like robbing a bank and like. I mean, there was some unbelievable things. You had to suspend your disbelief in order to really get into it. But still, it was it was a fun movie. The I, fact that it made it past two, I'm having a hard well, time. Well, even with the third one, disbelief. none of the originals came back. So I'm like, okay, it's time for them to stop now. Then they did the fourth one with like some of the original characters came back. And then the fifth one, which ended up being a heist film, which I was like, okay, I like this one. Now I see the previews for the sixth one. And I'm like, okay, Fast Furious 6. Just the fact that it has a sixth just kind of bothered me but the previews just things exploding more fast cars and just i don't know i wanted to shut my brain off and just enjoy it vin diesel is in this one what's the other guy who's in paul walker paul walker tyrese Ludacris. um some asian guy how, how many how many of, of them has Ludacris been in all of them no he no. started in like i want to say the fourth it doesn't matter yeah, it doesn't really matter now <laughs> <laughs> and then one of my friends will have said, like, is Ja Rule coming back? I'm like, I don't think so. Nobody's really heard from Ja Rule since, like, the 90s. I don't know. Um, Snoop? And Lion? Really? I thought that was a joke at first. How could we jump all the way to that? I know just, I know how you made that, that jump, but... How? Because I, I said Ja Rule and how he's... No. no? I was going to mention it when you uh, your little spinoff name that you... Uh, you know, referred to yourself <laughs> as earlier. And I was going to go into, you know, to uh, guys that, rappers that you know, just... do this, like, you know, Puffy and, you know, Snoop Lion. And, uh, well, the reason why he did that is because he's doing this, his whole Jamaican thing now. Well, reggae rather. <laughs> I mean, I heard one of his songs and it actually wasn't that bad, but again, the fact that you had to change your name and, there's also a documentary later on in the show. We're gonna we're gonna check out some Snoop, some some a couple tracks off of Snoop. Yeah, I have one Lions. of my I have one of my iPods, so we could play one of those. Okay, Snoop um, Lion. What is the uh, new um, Rastafari album entitled? I don't remember, but there is a documentary called Reincarnation about his oh, transformation into this. That's what it's called. Is that what the album's called? I'm too? pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we're gonna go see Fast Furious Six <clears throat> uh, in two weeks. Um, and later, hopefully sometime later today, I'm going to see the great Gatsby. So, which I will, like I said, would, would be interested in, um, hearing how that whole thing, other films, just to throw it out there that we plan to see this that summer. Mulligan chick, isn't it? The Mulligan. Oh, right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mulligan. Um, the Wolverine. I'm going to go see that later this year. Say what? In July. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. The Wolverine starring Hugh Jackman. As the Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. From X-Men. <laughs> oh, uh, didn't they already do that? A movie just spotlighting They, they did. Um, yes. It was like an origin. Well, actually, it was called X-Men Origins uh, Wolverine. So it was talking about uh, how it was focused on him and his beginnings. Right. So now this is taking place sometime after that. And he's in Japan trying to find himself or lose himself. 
Well, yeah, because doesn't that one end where he's at a bar and and yeah. the, the girl's like drinking to remember, and he's like, no, okay, uh, drink to drink, wait, no, no drink drinking to, for- to forget. Yeah. And he's like, I'm drinking to remember. Yes, because he sounds exactly uh, like a dork. Uh, <laughs> I was just on top of a nuclear reactor cooling tower, and we sliced the whole thing up, and mm-hmm. it was crazy, and one, well, and then I just. Oh, no. Uh, he gets shot in the head with a silver bullet. Right. Yeah, okay. The two movies I really wish they would make is one for Deadpool and one for Gambit. Because Gambit, I think, is probably my favorite X-Men character. Which one's that? You're lost already. He's the one who throws the cards. Throws cards? He throws cards that explode. Like playing cards? Yes. Really? I don't know if I'm, yeah, I don't but know I was like, you that. you haven't you're not familiar with with any of these no. comic book superhero no. characters. No. So yeah, <clears throat> just you're just lost. No. <laughs> let's um, <laughs> let's, take a break. let's let's yeah, let's take a break. Um, we need some geeks on the show. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with 107 Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. Wolverine Origins <laughs> Part Two. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast, and Dede and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. to episode 107 lost dial powered by allnoiseradio.com we've got a stella stella show for you <laughs> after after the first segment of just uh <laughs> me not knowing a damn thing about superheroes and comic books and one note i forgot mm-hmm. about iron man 3 our underrated actor miguel ferrer is in there oh yeah yeah what's he all about he plays the vice president Nah, really? <laughs> he does? He does, yes. Um, who plays the president? Uh, some dude. He, I mean, he's, he's the a The vice name. president, I'm assuming, is more important in the film than the president. Yeah, he's, he's got an important role. <clears throat> but the, the president, you know, he has to get saved by Iron <clears throat> Man at some point. But <clears throat> his, his, his name I don't remember, and I don't have the IMDb page in front of me right now, but I'm going to look it up right now because... The internet is actually working very well as you rattle around in your little it is working good plastic today. bag. Yeah, I mean, um, somebody actually came out and actually cleaned out the computer a little bit. Hmm. So we've got some more space we could play with. Even though I didn't turn on Skype for some reason today, I just didn't feel like it. Um, 
Well, we do not have a um, a, um, a caller, um, scheduled caller today. Oh, no. No, possibly next show. Next show. No. People, some people are in complications, but that's okay, you know. Um, that's what life is all about. <clears throat> oh, some new trailers here I got to check out. Uh-oh. And Arrested Development is coming back in this month. I'm so excited. What? It, what? Arrested Development? Mm. What? Captain Phillips. I don't know what that is. Gravity? Gravity, I don't know what that is either, but it looks like a really interesting thing. And what's that new um <clears throat> that I, t- I sent you a text as soon as I saw the... Uh, the uh, other yeah, there was something back to back Morgan Freeman um, movie like this month or in, or in the past 30 days I've seen. Yeah, we had a little four, maybe five um, movies come out with Morgan Freeman. Oh, um, Olympus has fallen. Mm-mm. No, that's not what we're talking that about. That was like the first one. And oh, then, now you see me. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the movies. Also, my sister and I really want to go see. Mm, who else was in that? Um, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, who's better known as uh, what? Uh, Zuck. Zuckerberg. Right. Zuck it. And in uh, uh, Zombieland. Um, mm-hmm. President. President. Play the president. Um, no, that's not him. Oh, maybe it is. Oh, William Sadler. Yeah, it's somebody, somebody I didn't know. He, he plays President Ellis. John Favreau. He's got one of Paltrow. Well, she's been in all three of them as Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Yeah, that's that's. Is that like Vicky Vale? Um, was Vicky Vale a main squeeze of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, who's that annoying girl in Spider Man? <laughs> um. Uh. What's her Jane, name? Uh, her last name is Watson. I know that. Mary Jo. No, not Mary Jo. Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Mary Jane. Watson. Mary Jane, yeah. 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 <clears throat> Star Trek in the Darkness, that's next week. Uh-oh. Which my brother-in-law definitely wants to see. I haven't decided if I do want to see Yeah, that. see? I, I was like, I do, because... Is, uh, is this J.J. Abrams as well? Right. Um, and, you know, I'm... I'm it only... Looks, it looks... I'm a Trekkie by default, I guess, because my dad loves Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And even we talked about it last night. And he was like, I don't know if I really want to see it because I'm so used to the classical, no, not the classical one, but the, you know, the one he grew up watching, the one in the 60s. And he likes the next generation. Right. And he's like, I've seen all of those. And now if I see this, it's just going to make the other ones look ancient and old. But he the, said, I'm still going to watch it. I just this don't. is a, um, a, a prequel prequel of sorts of sorts um to the very very original star trek series right the 60s version right. the 60s version which you know they used what they had mm-hmm. now i'm not saying that <clears throat> to do a prequel of that generation the the you know the first generation of star trek characters um that you should you know completely under cut under budget yourself because you know it was you look back at you know the original star trek series and it was very cheesy Good and rudimentary right, kind of. they did you know you they see, did what they you what see they the could. enterprise flying toward the camera and you actually see the string hanging from the <laughs> right. from the main saucer you know 
but and the, the, the idea of space was nothing but a black box with, with holes poked in it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm, what I'm, it's just, it's too. It's too expensive now. Yeah. It's too production or produced. Right. It's it's um it this prequel this um you know this this telling of the story of the original cast the original uh, uh, generation whatever you want to call them the you call the original Captain Kirk and Spock and McCoy that that crew you're telling the story of them when they first started off in Starfleet and uh, as they're kids, basically they're young adults. Um, the, the graphics and the, just the, um, it's, it's more sophisticated looking than Star Trek, the next generation Mm -hmm. or some of the series that came after that. So it's like you're going way back in time well, to when these guys were just youngsters, and it's like it's like how George Lucas did the prequel right. to Star Wars, way more advanced. And I understand we're in a um, period of time where you know you can do any anything you can think of; it can be done mm-hmm. and put on film, right? But if I was taking on this job to do, to tell this story of, of the first generation as youngsters, mm-hmm. I would tone it down. I would have toned it down, not to the point where it looked as cheesy as it right, did in the 60s, but, but just like you kept it simple. You also have to look at the timeline. I mean, this is, I think the only thing that J.J. Abrams kept was the little you know, like the, like when the, the um, alarms and all those noises that the, right. Any, yeah. Any like how, yeah. How the uh, elevator doors open there. I can't, I can't even do it, but uh, let's, let's find some, you know what? Um, I'm going to put a special request out to Ariel because in, I think the last episode she talked about how she's great at making sound effects. So we'd like her to um, study those sound, those Star Trek noises and Mm kind of be our, uh, what's the guy's name from Police Academy who makes all those those sound effects? That guy. Yeah, that guy. Be that guy. So we need you to do that for us. Uh, Thanks. I don't know. That's just that's my opinion, and I'm not you know I'm not trashing it. I did see. Oh, you finally the, did see the. Oh, I saw it a while ago. Oh, I wasn't first sure if you one. did. Yeah. Oh. Um, it was cool. Um, but this one just ugh, the previews alone. Well, just Look. Just just to back up a little bit, just visually little, beautiful, yeah, visually, of course, definitely. But you just felt like it was too much. Yeah, I mean, w- w- just think of it as a as a timeline. Well, right? I, I want to stop you right there because that's where J.J. Abrams comes in and says, "Yes, it is like uh, you know we're going back at a prequel, but we're also taking a different trajectory." Because I guess in the series, uh, a horror or whatever, she never really had a love interest with Spock. So that's no. something that they change. They change unless that's something that just you know they're older when the series starts, and then the six movies you know precede that. I'm seeing it as a different timeline where it's like it's yeah it's the same cast or the same crew from the original Star Trek, but they're just in a different kind of you know parallel universe where maybe things are a little bit brighter and fancier than 
when it originally started. I know you don't like this explanation. I don't buy that don't one buy bit, and I'm sorry. And I know you you try and you do a very good job of um, giving you defending an oh. um, you know some of these shenanigans but uh it gotta be objective that just was the lamest <laughs> the, the thing lame. i've ever heard you say <laughs> okay okay let me let me let me just get this out of your system for you uh because i don't have an official button yet lame <laughs> do it again <laughs> after all that took me to get lame <laughs> okay that's pretty good yeah um Oh, I just said that. I almost said it again about Michael Ferrer. Um, but yeah. I don't know, so dude, you, you I, don't know if you, you... So more than likely, you will see it, but you don't think it's worth Oh, this going. new one? I, I think I'm going to completely... Maybe when um, FX plays it um, You're gonna a wait million all the way one then. times. Is that when you saw Star Trek? Or you actually? No, I, I actually uh, bought it when it first came out on DVD. Oh, okay. Um, I was excited. Um because I was, all right, I got into Star Trek when Star Trek The Next Generation was on television, when that series was running. And that's the one that you're, like, the biggest fan of. N- not a, no, not no? necessarily. Okay. I am actually a bigger fan of the, uh, the original cast. Okay. But the movies. Mm. The... Well, let me stop you there, too. Because even with the movies came out, they came out with, like newer you know special effects than with you know the original but that was preceding the story being mm. told in the series okay. so time has gone by and they're older and, and now technology is advancing with them right mm. um and, and and yeah by the sixth movie the undiscovered country you know which came out mm, should i just look it up for you mid 90s um it was, uh, you know, obviously it was released in a time, you know, Later movies on. were just getting better and better as far as uh, technology or, or uh, special effects. Or special effects, things. right. And um, The Undiscovered Country was awesome. Um, of the six movies, the f- it's funny. The, I don't, have you seen all six of them? No. All right. The first one, um, Star, Star Trek, the motion picture. I hear that every other one is a bad one and or a good one. The motion picture, they kind of left. All right, the series happened. The series ended. Right. Then they did Star Trek, the motion picture. And it's almost like they dropped the whole, like, it's almost like they took Gene Roddenberry's idea mm-hmm. and just threw it out the window. Well, and William they tried to direct it, didn't they? I don't know who directed it, but they almost went, it's like they, it's like, it's almost like they replaced Gene Roddenberry with Stanley Kubrick. And that'd be such a bad thing. What would that look like? Watch it. I guess you'll see if, if, if you, if you seen the series and then watch their very first film, Mm -hmm. you'd see what I mean. It's almost like they took a 2001 approach, space odyssey approach and it was a bomb. No, but obviously because it just uh, Robert Wise directed it. Yeah, and he's probably burning in hell right now. Um, Trekkies, yeah, just upset about it. So then, um, 
Uh, Myers. Uh, all right. I can't think of the guy's name, but he's he's a superb director in my book. I only know of uh, Nick Myers, maybe, uh, directed Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which... Which is one of those films I, I feel that a lot of people say, you've got to see it. And Khan! It, is on, it is on my list, but I just... I haven't gotten to those movies. The only ones that I've seen are the ones are from the next generation because those are the ones that my dad has, and he loves to watch those. So, And that's why, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a Trekkie almost by default because he's a Trekkie. So when I was a kid, that's all he would watch, so I would watch it too. Same goes for my sister. So in, a, in, a, in, a, in you know, this war that's like Star Trek versus Star Wars, I would probably be on the Star Trek side, even though I'm very familiar with the Star Wars side. I gotta say on that. Um, oh, and that's where uh, Captain Terrell makes his premieres right. in, uh, in Star Wrath Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Um, but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is uh, Nicholas Meyer. Nicholas yeah. Myers, right? He he directed Wrath of Khan, and then they brought him back to direct the final um, motion picture featuring the original crew, and that was Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Here it is. Ready? Can you turn me on? That that noise you make—that's like the uh, spinning wheel, like of uh, from. Was this the con? God sakes! Yeah, this is from Wrath of Khan. What is it? Uh, a creature just crawled out of Chekhov's ear. Hmm. Kirk just shot it with his. Phaser gun. Come on, I want to. Okay, yeah, here we go. Con bloodsucker. <laughs> You're gonna have to do your own dirty work now. Do He's... you hear me? Do you? James T. Kirk. Ricardo Montalban plays Kirk, Con. Okay, before we go on, because you're. Yeah. You... Khan is actually a character. This, Don't tell me too much. I do want to see this movie. All right, well, I'm not giving it, it away. But most people wouldn't know this unless you're familiar with the series. Khan is a character brought back from the series. Okay. This is almost like when, when you, uh, you're you watching uh, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, it's picking up where somewhere in the series Kirk left, off. left Khan in the series. Okay. That part, I guess you... Hence you can, the wrath of Khan, unless he's very mad at James T. Kirk. Unless it's talked about in the film, is it at some point? Or is just something like, okay, these are for the fans of the original. It's for the fans. You would, if you didn't know, you... So they don't give a backstory of where Khan came from? No. Okay. A little bit, just but, a little not bit but not enough... An, not enough. Not to be enough. A true not, if I didn't tell you that, you you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't. He's like, oh, this is up. just some guy that they must have, you know, did whatever to. Is that like for an average viewer, like someone who hasn't watched the series and they picked up Wrath of Khan? I'm like, oh, that's. I don't know who this guy is, but apparently they did something to him, and now he's pissed. Yeah, I mean, it was done, dude. All right. <laughs> well, at it's, least tell me what episode, though. I can go back to watch that episode. Oh, I don't. It takes a little research. I don't know. How many seasons was the original? I, I thought know. it was like one. One, maybe two. Of the original Star Trek? I don't know. I, th I know there was oh. some show that was like really, you know, popular, and then it ended up only getting one like series or one one season. 
Oh no! The, star, the original, the original Star Trek with William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and yeah, all of them and mm-hmm. those old clowns. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> clowns. Yeah, that lasted a while. All right, let me let me keep playing this because all right, the oh. William Shatner, love him or hate him, his perform his performances. Something about this Nicholas Myers guy really was able to like. Three series or seasons. That was it. Apparently, from sixty six to sixty nine. Wow, I man, I think that's what it was for me. I think I was just so surprised at how short it yeah. was with the series that was so popular. How the, many uh, episodes to a season? Um, well, there's eighty episodes altogether. Okay. Where did I just see that? I thought I saw somewhere that it had eighty episodes. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, okay. Well, Spock was in 80, and William Shatner was in 79. That's weird when that happens. Because, uh-huh. like, well, what episodes were they missing? Yeah. So, so, yeah, 80 episodes, I guess. Hello, George Takai. Um, <laughs> the, the, the acting is... Um, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> well, hello. Um, yeah, uh, William Shatner does, just like this scene that I'm playing right now... Um, they're communicating back and forth. You'd have to see the movie. Anybody out there who's seen it and knows what I'm talking about, it's incredible. Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban. How are Ricardo. you? Ricardo. He, um, he's incredible all by himself. But his... All right. Nicholas Myers directs this, and he directs The Undiscovered Country. Khan's character, you see a lot of similarities between Khan's character and Christopher Plummer plays a Klingon general, mm-hmm. you know who Christopher Plummer is, mm-hmm. in the sixth one. Okay. There, um, there, there's a lot of similarities in their character, even though they have nothing to do with one another. Um, uh, they, uh, they spout off a lot of um, Shakespeare. They're very dramatic. Um, yeah, I mean, all right, I'm just going to keep playing this. I'm, I could go on. I'm getting very passionate about uh, these two films. The, the Don't first... get me wrong. The, all right, the first motion picture, Star Trek, of the original crew sucked balls. Two was great. Three, The Search for Spock, good. Like I say, they what I hear is like every other one is a bad one. Or not a bad one, know, but just Voyager, not as... The, uh, the, all right, the fifth one, which I believe... William, Sh- no, either Leonard, oh, either Leonard Nimoy or William Shatner directed Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier. It was beat. It was <laughs> so beat. It was it was awful. But then they brought Nicholas Myers back to do the sixth. And it's like, hey, you need to redeem this, right? He took it home. All right, I'm gonna play. And while you do that, I'm gonna look up to see which one he directed. You've made it. Hold on. Managed to kill just about everyone else, but like a poor marksman, you keep missing the target. Perhaps I no longer need to try, Admiral. <laughs> oh no, the going can't take it. Such a damn 
Khan, you've got Genesis. But you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. I've hurt you. And I'm going to continue. And I wish to, to go you. on. Hurting you. Hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me. As you left her. Marooned for all eternity. Descent. On set the Alpha 5! <laughs> Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're right. He directed uh, the Final Frontier. Which one? I guess that would be five. I don't know. I didn't. I just looked at mm. it. No, you can't get away. He just doesn't. This Ricardo guy. Yeah. I stab at thee. I stab at thee. For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. <laughs> these villains and now I'm not I'm not for sure what he was quoting there I don't that very well could be uh, more Shakespeare Shakespeare I know um, Christopher Plummer's character uh, he he recites a lot of Hamlet hmm. uh, but yeah I don't know just these these villains are, are just so wonderfully dramatic sure, and the over the top I'll say that's what I do enjoy about certain things. Media. From hell's heart. I stab at thee. Because with the following, that's uh, the character of the main villain, Joe Carroll. He's a very prolific villain. Where he, well, mostly a lot of his quotes come from Edgar Allan Poe. So. Mm -hmm. But he's... The thing that makes a good villain in my book is one that would have... Like henchmen, but they're not, you know, afraid to do the dirty work themselves. Right. Like they're they're perfectly fine with just snapping somebody's neck. They don't need any bodyguards. They have them, but they don't need them. So, um, I'll play it for you during the break. I think one of uh, the most incredible things, because I don't think it was it was able to be done in the series very well. Mm -hmm. Um, the um, starships, uh, or spaceships in general attacking one another mm. um to the they just couldn't do it like the explosions or right just, yeah i think um in uh the the first scene where the reliant which uh captain terrell was the original commander of it but Khan takes over the ship the uss reliant spoiler alert attacks you're never gonna see it anyway attacks what? the uss enterprise you, you doubt me you doubt me in my viewing but i want to show you this scene because i I'm think wounded. That's one of the things that really, really catapulted this movie was because the attack sequence between the, the, the two ships mm -hmm. was done like nobody had ever seen done before in Star Trek because in the original series, it was just, they couldn't, it wasn't right. able to be done. Well, I will def I will check it out. You doubt me, but <sighs> I, it is, you know, like my Netflix queue, it's up there. It's just so damn good. And sadly, unfortunately, the last couple of weeks, I haven't been able to watch too much of anything. Even the show I keep telling you about, Vice, um, it's like four episodes later and I haven't caught up on it. Um, I have been watching uh, Bates Hotel from uh, Wendy, who recommended that to us. I'm behind on Mad Men, dude. I haven't watched the last episode. Nope. Whatever happened Sunday, I don't know. Um, 
But which reminds me, we're I not did, doing very good on recaps I this know. season. But <laughs> but mm. by the way, there is something that I found. Uh, I meant to email it to you. In fact, I'll probably do it later today. Um, if Mad Men took place on Facebook, and they have pretty much everything that's going on, and I don't think you should read it until after you watch, you know, the episodes. That way, it'll it'll be funnier for you. But it, it was pretty pretty good. Um, if Mad Men took place on Facebook, like Facebook conversations, mean? like basically. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, what's her face? Uh, Peggy buys an apartment, and then it shows like she was like she checked in maybe on Foursquare or saw something on Craigslist, and um, the realtor was commenting was like, "Oh yeah, check out this place or whatever." And then her boyfriend, husband, person, whoever he is. Yeah, what like, is he? I think he's a boyfriend. Um, but before we leave Star Trek real quick, I think I told you about this before, but there is a documentary called The Captains. Um, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but it is hosted by William Shatner. He goes around and he talks to all the actors who have played captains on all these uh, Star Trek shows. Mm. And I thought that was actually pretty, you know, pretty cool. It was interesting to hear all their takes on it. Um, apparently he's doing another documentary called Star Trek Next Generation Untitled Documentary. So, um, I don't know. It's supposed to be coming out or it's actually filming this year. So oh. that lasted quite a few seasons. The next generation. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's, that's what I knew of Star Trek until like one summer I happened to be, um, in North Carolina at somebody's house and I saw, what is this older Star Trek thing going on? I was a little kid, so mm-hmm. I had, had no idea. I'm like. Huh, my dad was explaining to me. It's like, yeah, this is the first show or whatever. I'm like, mm. oh, it's, it's weird. But I would rather watch the one you're watching, Dad. But yeah. All right. Cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war. Um, I'm all set up on um, WordPress. I just wanted to uh, do a little advertisement. I have okay. yet to post or uh, I have yet to publish uh, anything yet, any, any, uh... but, um, uh, that'll be coming up in the next week. It's, it's written. I just have not actually put it up. And, uh, um, what, what did you write? My first blog. I guess. Oh, you just, okay. You're just blogging. Okay. Um, got it. But I've, you know, I've set up my little thing and it's, it's got a, um, uh, it, I can't, I'm not going to go into great details. Um, it's called the underlings mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm not going to go into great detail as to how it's going to come out, you mm-hmm. know, piece by piece. You're just going to, if you're interested, uh, you know, read them as they come out. But, um, so, so the underlings, the underlings, dot wordpress. Uh, dot wordpress. Yes. The okay. underlings. Yes. Um, so within a week I'll, uh, you know, I'll let you know again, but. So make sure you send That's me a link the project. We'll, we'll put it on Facebook so you can follow. So you can follow his blog and you can follow mine at right. indube.com. That's so, right. So we're, Which we're, have you been doing? Or? I only did one recently, and that was the review for Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I meant to do a video review, but at the time, things just weren't lining up. That'll be yet. the best of both worlds because once we're both writing, blogging. Regular, regularly. Well, I don't like saying blogging. I don't know. I just don't It's like a weird it. word. Yeah. <laughs> but um you know are you a blogger I'm blogging you can uh you know if if you enjoy uh, blog, me blog. and uh sterling's you know banter our our show that we do um you know maybe you would enjoy reading his and you can blog do it without us being uninterrupted by people. in reading my blog i <laughs> <laughs> uh, got you okay let's uh go to commercial too so. oh but um oh yeah really? yeah but anyway, you know, he writes about his, you know, lame movie stuff. And I write about some really, like, you know, in-depth, uh, you know, crazy 
psychological thrillers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, the last few vlogs have been about just random things. So. Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's go to uh, break uh, on episode 107, The Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. Yeah. 